tuned into Reality Intercepted with your girl, Jay Monique. And CJ the Visionary. We hope that y'all are living your best, best life, 2020. New things, new opportunities. New year, new beginnings. Uh, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about is an officer's lie that leads to a man's suicide. And this happened over in Seattle. This is just absolutely crazy. And people are just getting away with too much. Okay, so according to TheRoot.com, it all started when an unidentified man got into a minor fender bender in May 2018 and fled the scene. Um, of course, it's wrong to ever flee the scene if you get into any type of accident, regardless of how minor it is. But... Yeah, stay that instead of police get down. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely what you need to do. But according to a report from the Office of Police Accountability, which is an independent office within the Seattle Police Department, two Seattle PD who were investigating the incident were sent to an address that was connected to the suspect. The report plainly states that both officers knew it was a minor fender bender and that no one was injured. But for some reason, when they arrived at the address... One officer told a woman who answered the door that a woman had been critically injured in the accident and may not survive. The body camera footage showed the woman was visibly upset by the news and reportedly after the officers left, she called the man to relay the message and advise he get an attorney. Now that's stressful. Very. I mean, that would lead to somebody to get into like a panic, start having anxiety. He's probably like, you know, he was probably like, oh my gosh. Probably got two strikes and got one more to go. All right. Well, the report states that the driver had been a drug addict for 20 years and had prior legal trouble. The friend told investigators that the man said he was not high at the time of the crash. The man's roommate told investigators that the day before his death, he became increasingly worried and started talking about suicide. The roommate found the man dead on June 3rd, 2018, less than a week after the crash. Man, that's messed up. So, my thing is, so basically, had the officers not lied to this man and made the accident seem worse than what it actually was? Still living to this right. Day. He'd probably more than likely still be alive. So, I would charge the officer for his death. Oh, yeah. Because, at the end of the day, okay, the, the officer may not have physically caused this man's death, but they contributed heavily. Because they caused unnecessary worry on this man off of something that was a lie. It literally was what the man originally thought it was. A minor fender bender. No one was injured. But the officers lied to him and made it seem like somebody was critically injured and may not survive. So now he's over here like... Panicking. Panicking like, OMG, you know, what... What should I do? Right. So now he's over here probably thinking... He was probably thinking about, like, his legal troubles. He had been a previous drug addict and things like that. So he's probably thinking, oh, you know, he can't go back to jail. He can't go back to prison. And perhaps he was probably trying to get his life back together and didn't want to be in any trouble with the law. Uh-huh. So now he's panicking. He probably thinks, he probably thought that his life was over. A whole lot of shit was running through his head. A whole lot. I mean, it is just sad, sad, sad. And, I mean, police officers... And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here saying every police officer is a bad guy and that every police officer is crooked. But there are, y'all gotta admit, there are police officers out there who are hella crooked. A lot of them. 
and they just feel that they can do whatever they want to do whenever that they want to do to whomever they want to do it to with no type of repercussions or consequences. It's crazy. Because, I mean, they let them get by with too much. They really do. And until they start setting or showing police officers as examples, like throwing them in jail. I'm not just talking about in jail for like a couple weeks, they make bond and then they're found not guilty or the charges are dropped. No, when an officer does something wrong, they need to be held accountable. And I don't see that a whole lot. It's like they just brush it under the rug or, oh, they were in the right because it was self-defense or they were in fear of their lives. Oh, cut the crap. Man, an officer might kill their damn self too if you look at it because they don't look at all the shit they done did to the people in their community. And they've done a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, sitting in jail or prison right now that really don't deserve it. So they go to prison. You already know what time it is. Ass whooping time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the gist of it is, you know, police officers need to be held accountable for their actions. They can't just go around doing whatever they want to because at the end of the day, they put their pants on the same way as everybody else. You know, they have to, right. They have a job to do. They clock in, they clock out. It's just like a nurse has a doctor, a job to do. They, they clock in and they clock out. So it's a, it's a job and they are considered to be a government employee. So they still need to do their job. Government cricket too. So shit. Oh yeah. I I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that for y'all think that these people are so honest with you and that they're just so you know, uh, magical or some miracle is going to happen or that whatever, whatever, that everything's all good. Okay. Have y'all been living under a rock? A lot of these people are not honest with you, me, or really anybody else living in this country. That's what the real deal is. I mean, yeah, that, that's, you know, this country in general is, that's how society is built upon. Is just dishonesty and lies. Yeah. So, and that actually leads to the next issue at hand, which is... I'm glad Jay-Z. It's Jay-Z and Yogati. They threatened to sue Mississippi over inhumane and unconstitutional prisons. I'm glad Jay-Z, you know, pushing forward. I'm glad that they're being a voice for the people, definitely. Because a lot of people need a voice and a lot of inmates right now, actually, no, I would have to say no inmates right now really have a voice, especially a strong voice to represent them. So this is the T. Okay, so rap mogul Jay-Z and hip-hop artist Yo Gotti wrote a letter to two top Mississippi officials on Thursday protesting the conditions of Mississippi prisons and demanding change. The letter contained the threat Jay-Z and Yo Gotti are ready to sue the state if prison conditions aren't improved. The letter addressed to Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant and Mississippi Department of Corrections Commissioner Palisha Hall mentions frequent prison lockdowns, violence, a staffing shortage, and inmates who are forced to live in squalor with rats that crawl over them as they sleep on the floor. And also having been denied even a mattress for a cup. Are you kidding me? Man, they get treated. I can't say like dogs because dogs get treated better than that. They get treated worse than animals. Exactly. I mean, like, for instance, like, animal cruelty is a crime, right? This right here is human cruelty. I mean, I get that, yes, they're there to serve their time. They're convicted felons. But 
you know, I don't want to hear this whole, oh, well, you do the crying, you do the time type of mumbo jumbo and stuff like that. They are doing the time. But that does not give people the right to just treat them any kind of way either. That's right. I mean, seriously. First of all, think about it like this. They've already been restricted of their freedom. Their freedom has been stripped away. It's not like they can just get on the phone and call whomever. These phone calls cost money. And it's a minute. Some, uh, something around that category. And it's not like, oh, they can just get up out of their cell at 3 in the morning, hop on the phone, and, you know, call whoever. That, that, that's not how it works. They have certain times of the day that they can make phone calls. Then on top of that, if they don't have money on the books, they have to be ha- they have to have somebody who's willing to take their call and hold the bag yeah. and pay for that call, which isn't cheap. I mean, it's just crazy. And then the rats? First of all, the minute that they knew that there was a rat problem, the people who are running this this prison. It shouldn't have been left unattended. They should have had pet control in that immediately. Immediately. Rats hold all type of diseases. They do. I mean, hello, rabies. Come on. I mean, the whole works. The whole nine yards. And the people in charge of not only the prison, but also the state as well, apparently aren't doing anything about it. All they ass need to be fired. All of them. Fired. Because this is insane. Nobody should be living like this. Rats crawling all over you. That's disgusting. And right now, they are state property. Exactly. So with them being state property, that means that they are supposed to be taken care of each day. That don't mean you just throw them in a cell, right? And just act like they're nobody. Like they're a degenerate of society and, you know, and and, and whatnot. You know, I can't, I couldn't even imagine being in a condition like that where you got rats crawling all over you and stuff. It's like, okay, either get past control or y'all need to shut that prison down and transport those inmates to another state prison. I mean, how hard is this? Until they get it right. Until they get it right. And you mean to tell me that somebody who is, who is over or above the person who's running the prison, you mean to tell me that somebody from that state couldn't step in and be like, you know what, this place is a hot mess. Y'all shut it down now. Like, how long does this really actually take someone? And the person that run into prison, fire her ass. Mm-hmm. She job. Mm-hmm. And let's address the, the, the staffing shortage, okay? Hire people. Hello. People are looking for jobs. You, know, you don't just leave it like that, but you can just tell that the type of people who run this place do not care. I don't know them personally. I don't have to know them personally to tell that they don't care. I mean, it's it's written all over the place. The red flags are there. I mean, it's it's just despicable. And I mean, come on, a simple mattress. I wonder how she would feel if one of her children was in there. Exactly. How would she feel if one of her children or one of her family members or a loved one was in there and living in that condition? She wouldn't like that. And I'm quite sure she wouldn't like living in that condition herself. With rats running all over the place, I can imagine what the place looked like. Like a madhouse. Like like something in a third world country or something, I'm assuming. The sewer probably all backed up. I bet it's a hot mess. It probably is. And can you imagine inmates just laying there on the on the bare concrete, no mattress or nothing? For uh, celebrities like Jay-Z, they don't get involved. They, they got to know, like, what's going on and how it is up there. Like, want to get involved and want to take action like 
I'm really proud of you, Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, and Yo Gotti, too. In in a statement, Yo Gotti called the conditions inside Mississippi prisons absolutely inhumane and unconstitutional. Humane. To see this happen so close to my hometown of Memphis is truly devastating, the rapper's statement said. That's why we're calling on Mississippi state leaders to take immediate action and rectify this issue. If they don't right this wrong, we're we're prepared to take legal action to provide relief for those that are incarcerated and their families. Now, a spokesperson for the governor did not immediately respond to a request for a comment. Um, but Alex Shapiro, a New York lawyer representing Rock Nation, uh, Yo Gotti and Jay-Z's company signed the letter on behalf of Team Rock. He said he wrote the letter in collaboration with celebrities. Spiro told the Clarion Ledger, Yo Gotti and Jay-Z have been involved with other social justice and civil rights cases in the past. They have been in touch with folks on the ground and people within the prison system. We are exploring a variety of civil rights claims and constitutional claims that the prison system and the government is violating the Eighth Amendment. I mean, it's... Somebody need to step up. I'm proud of them. Well, I'm glad to see that somebody who's in the public eye, who has a strong voice, is, is, is speaking up for these inmates. Yes. You know, you've got a lot of people right now that are just so judgmental uh-huh. because they haven't been in a position like that before and are so heartless and lack compassion. And just look at inmates like, oh, well, they're degenerates of society anyway. They belong there. Or the here's a, another one. Oh, well, prison's supposed to be bad. That's how they're supposed to be treated. Who told you this? Who is telling you people these things? You go back to, like, like, like slavery, bro. Like how they did people in slavery. And they still doing that shit right now to this day. And still getting away with a lot of shit that they doing. And it's sad. It's 2020 now. And we still got to hear about things like this. When it's going to stop, when it's going to end, when we're going to pull together. Exactly. And we all got to pull together, people. You know, and in light of this uh, story about the Mississippi conditions, you know, that leads us to our next topic, which is about prison conditions in general. This isn't just a Mississippi problem. This is a country problem. Yes. This is happening from state to state. It's not just Mississippi. You have different states who have um, prisons where the prison conditions are horrible. I think everything needs to be scripted and rewritten as far as, like, the prison system, how they do things in prisons. Because another thing that bothers me with the prison system, you got a person that go there, you know, and really did nothing really bad. You go there and probably get in a fight. You get beat up. You get beat up from the inmates and you get beat up from the guards. I mean, you shouldn't be going to prison to get beat up. You shouldn't. Especially when, you know, you you in the state's hands. They just allow too much shit to go on and too much stuff to happen. And nobody don't say nothing about it. Nobody's saying nothing. You had a young man that, I think it was a couple of years ago, but they did a documentary, like, I seen a documentary last year, this young guy from New York went to prison for something that he didn't do. Oh, that must be uh, the uh, Khalif uh, Bowder or, or Khalif Bowder. I may not be pronouncing it right, but he was real, real young. Yes, he 
went to prison for something that he did not do, and they, they treated him horrible. And when he get when he did finally got out, he ended up killing himself. Yeah, it's sad, and that was so heartbreaking to even hear something like that. Like that guy, that young man could have been alive to this day had that not happened to him. Yeah. In the first place, and you know, prisons—they're not even working as um, you know rehab facilities or facilities that are supposed to rehab people from their criminal behavior. They don't. They operate as. Not, number one, they operate for profit. Uh-huh. And number two, they treat these people like slaves. They put them in horrible conditions. And the CEOs just treat them any kind of way. Uh-huh. The CEOs that are working there, they just kick them around. If they don't like a particular inmate, they beat them up whenever they want to. They put them in solitary whenever they want to for an indefinite time period. Not to mention the fact that they got the inmate has to deal with other inmates, for whatever they're capable of. It's, it just sounds like a living hell, like a living nightmare. And of course, nobody should want to be there. It's not supposed to be a vacation. You're not supposed to get treated to the spa or filet mignon steaks. I get that. But what I'm talking about is basic human rights. That's right. They got rights. They have rights just like anybody else. Yes, they don't have their freedom, but they're supposed to have basic human rights and be treated with at least some form of dignity. People don't, you know, you're not supposed to treat a dog like that. So don't treat a human like that. Yeah, they ain't going to let you treat a dog like that. You exactly. see what I'm like a bitch. Exactly, and that's the thing. Until the, and right now, to this day, you know, that caused problems for Vic. Yeah, the you know a lot of people are still holding grudges against them. Yeah, and these were dogs. I mean, this is this is just incredible. You know, um, you know, just like CJ was uh, just mentioning a little bit ago that the whole system like needs to be rewritten. Yeah. The whole prison system needs to be rewritten. They need to be regulated more. These inmates need to be protected. There needs to be some type of representative that can protect these inmates. Because right now, these inmates feel alone. And technically speaking, they are. You know, these inmates feel like nobody's going to represent them. Nobody's going to speak up for them. And that they can just get treated any kind of way until they, they're done serving their time. And that's why they have so many riots. Because you only can push a person in a corner for so long. So he gonna come out fighting. Right. Yeah. Do y'all really think that that every CO was just so innocent and magnificent and just does their job? I'm not saying that every CO was bad because not every CO was bad. You do have COs that actually just genuinely do their jobs, but you got some crooked COs out there that just provoke people, abuse their authority. I mean, in some cases, the COs actually rape the female inmates on top of that. Not only beat them, they rape them. So it, so this is why I'm saying that there needs to be a lot more regulation um, with these prisons. There needs to be a lot more oversight, more supervision. There needs to be somewhere where the inmates can go to for protection. No inmate deserves to go to prison. I don't care what their charges are, and I don't care what they were convicted for. That's none of my business. But at the end of the day, while they're serving their time, they're not there to be abused. They're there to, yes, serve their time, have certain privileges stripped from them, you know, be disciplined, learn how to follow rules so that they can get back into society and be a, a, a functioning person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they, when they get back in the community, they be worse than what they went in. And I think a lot of the reason why they come out 
worse is because of the present conditions and the environment that they've been exposed to for a certain period of time. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're... When they're being exposed to violence and crooked COs all the time and poor living conditions, eventually they get so immune to that and their mentality starts to change. So now they come, some of them come out worse than how they went in. So what type of rehabilitation program do they really do in these prisons? No. It's just prison for profit, lock people up. They have, you know, this unfair thing where... People can say what they want, but a dis- uh, disproportionately amount of minorities are put in prison more so than Caucasians. Everything is based on money. Yeah. It, everything is based on money and oppression. And I think they should uh, pay the prisoners a little more. Of course. Like, they, give them $5 an hour. Do something. They have more than enough of a prison budget to pay these inmates more. I mean, because they're basically treating these people like slaves. What is 20 cents an hour really going to buy you? That, I mean, that's disgusting. I mean, in a, in a modern society like now, people are really getting paid 20 cents an hour? Then you got to pay to be there? Pretty much. You got to have money on your books to even get a snack. Like snacks that are outside of like your regular three meals and stuff. Like if you want to get a bag of Doritos or Cheetos or something. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy that. I can only imagine how much it costs. I'm pretty sure that they cost way more than what the store charges. Just like how they overcharge these people to make simple phone calls. I'm pretty sure that I don't know how much the bag of chips are, but I'm pretty sure it's not fifty cents. Probably a couple dollars just for one little small. I'm not even talking about the big bags. A little small bag of chips, like the snack size bag. And I mean, somebody's paying a couple dollars just for one of those, probably. So, I, you know, they, I mean, if you really think about it, they take advantage of these inmates all the way around. Yeah. They pay them very, very low, but yet it costs, everything in there is cost so much than in the real world. Yeah. So I was like, hold up, this is double dipping. Pay these people as low as possible, but yet overcharge them for everything. And I'm pretty sure that the stuff in their commissary store costs an arm and a leg, by in comparison. I can't even imagine, okay, let's say a woman got to buy pads or something. I can't even imagine how much maxi pads cost up in there. Come on, pads. Like, that's something that the woman ain't got control over that. Like, here's the thing. They charge so much money as if these people voluntarily signed up to be at some hotel. (laughs) Trust me, I can guarantee you right now that they don't want to be there. (laughs) They were forced in there. (laughs) And then they charge them to be in a place they don't want to be. I mean, are you really serious right now? This is what we're, we're talking about right now. If people actually really sit back and think, like, these people are underpaid, but yet overcharge all at the same time. And making a lot of products for free. Yes, did y'all know that? I mean, they've been talking about it for a while, but did y'all know that? And if not, y'all need to listen up. A lot of y'all products that y'all buy in the stores or order online, however way that you got them, it was made by inmates. So while y'all sitting there dogging them, and this and that, they're the same people who are sitting up there making some of them clothes that you're wearing or some of them bed sheets that are, that are, are on your bed right now. And they get no profit whatsoever. No. And some of these major corporations are funding, they're either 
funding the prisons or they're having the inmates make their products. Yeah. So in some way, shape, or form, you got a lot of corporations in the mix of this hot mess. Yeah. Whether they're funding it or benefiting from it, either way, they they in the mix it's somehow. Wrong. It's wrong. They doing something wrong. First of all, nobody should profit off somebody else's distress. Somebody in there serving their time, right? But yet somebody's profiting off of somebody doing time. Think about that, how that really sounds right. Does that really sound right to somebody? Of course. For many years. And that's exactly what they're doing with these prisons. Making a profit off of people who are already oppressed who really don't have anything. I mean, yeah, you got some rich people in, in prisons and stuff that got a, a nice amount of money on the books, but your average person sitting in prison right now don't got nothing. They don't have nothing to fall back on. And then they use that to their advantage to gain a profit. How the, sick is that? Yeah. Between the, the prison owners, the people who run the prisons, and also these major corporations, they're all benefiting off of somebody else's back and off of somebody else's distress. I wish we could have a couple of prisoners call in and Pretty sure it's not good. I already know that. But you don't let their voice be heard. Their voices need to be heard. Uh, their voices definitely need to be heard a lot more than, than what it's heard. Because, you know, like I said earlier, um, they're not really represented much, at least not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just seems like they're just getting it from all, like once they're in there, they're just getting it from all angles. They got to put up with a, a lot of stuff. And the prison food, too. I heard that the prison food's not that wonderful, either. Like, I'm not saying they need to be getting, like, strawberry shortcakes and filet mignon and lobster and shrimp. But, man, give them a decent meal. Because at the end of the day, the prison is, is getting paid for these inmates to be there. Treat them like human beings. Treat them how you would want to be treated. You want a, your proper three meals a day. Give somebody else they proper three meals a day, especially if they the property of the state. So give them proper meals, not some whatever they slot together. That ain't how this works. They don't want somebody doing them like that, so don't do another human being like that. Because at the end of the day, the all these inmates, they're somebody's family member or friend. Yeah. They had a life before they got locked up. Yep. You know? So there are people who care about them. And at the end of the day, y'all need to think, how would you feel if you've never been in the situation before? How would you feel if somebody that you were close to, a family member or close friend, got locked up and then turned around and told you how badly they were being treated? How would you feel? And this is somebody that you know isn't really a bad person. Sometimes you got to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, I'm not sitting up there saying some people don't deserve to be in prison. Some people really do deserve it. But y'all got to also remember, there are also people in prison right now that don't deserve it. Yeah. They're innocent. There are really people in there right now who are carrying charges that aren't even theirs or got railroaded by the system or got overcharged for something minor. We see it all the time. We see it too often. Exactly. Wake up. Do y'all really think that everything in this country is fair? That everything in this world is just fair and that, oh, you know, those are all the bad people. It's the good people putting the bad people in jail or prison. Really? Really? 
No, that's not what's actually going on. A lot of good people really actually are in prison. I know some of y'all are probably going to be sitting up there thinking, is she crazy? Is she really saying that good, there are good people in prison? Yes, I said it. Just because somebody's in prison don't make them a bad person. You don't know what led them to prison. And not everybody that's sitting in prison right now is even violent. Exactly. There's charges for a lot of things. I mean, seriously. You know, some people fall on hard times or they're hanging out with the wrong people or we're just simply in the wrong place at the wrong time and really they have nothing to do with it. And yet they got charged anyway and went down right along with everybody else. You know, you don't know what somebody's situation was before they ended up a convicted felon. So, you know, if not compassion, at least even be just a little bit less judgmental. Because that could be anybody. You know how many people right now, they were probably minding their own business and, you know, they were a regular working person with a family and things like that. And then all of a sudden, and within split seconds, the, the rug was ripped out from underneath them. Whole life changed. Whole life changed within split seconds. And then all of a sudden, they don't get to see their family for like five years. Can you imagine how that feels? No, a majority of people, I'm pretty sure, don't, you know, prepare for that. Like, who's going to take care of what and stuff like that? Because nobody's in their mind thinking that they're going to go to jail. Most people aren't. It usually just happens, boom, like, it was really, really fast. Blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. So, before people want to sit up here and knock others, remember, that could be anybody. So, stop it. Yeah, stop the mess. Yeah, because they they allow it, and to be honest, a lot of these rules were written by them. And they need to get all these old people out the fucking chair. Like, we need a new generation to run this fucking country. Yeah, because things aren't going to change much until you change the people who are in authority. Yes. Because they're the ones who are creating these laws and allowing certain things to happen and things like that. You gotta change the people who are in positions of power. That's what the issue is. Outdated laws. We got a lot of outdated laws, a lot of outdated points of view, and what we do need is like what CJ just said, we need more a newer generation. We need younger people with a more fresh perspective and a more real perspective. Because a lot of these laws is not reality. Exactly. This isn't the real world. This isn't how the world works. We need laws where it's a reality. Give the people what they want. Like, for instance, I'm going to get started on uh, that that law that made marijuana legal for, what, decades? Mm -hmm. And now they're just bit by bit legalizing it for recreational use in, in different states and stuff. And it's a herb. It's a herb. Okay, so think about this. Should somebody really be sitting in prison because they smoke some pot? I mean, think about how this sounds. Shit, pot good for you, if you ask me. But if you think about it, you see how hypocritical these laws are as well. Mm-hmm. Because they were frowning down so much on marijuana and this and that and what it does to you, blah, 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 blah. But yet, prescription pharmaceuticals are completely legal. Y'all don't know half of what's in these prescriptions that people take. 
And they, they're worse for people than the marijuana. And yet that's completely legal. Doctors can just sit up there and just write out prescription after prescription after prescription. And then the pharmacy just fills them. So you got the doctors profiting, you got the pharmacies profiting, and yet you got you, the consumer, putting whatever BS in your body. Yeah. And that's what the real deal is. Did you all ever actually check what's in your prescriptions? Got too many side effects. Got too many side effects. Why do you think they got so, so many side effects if it's so good for you? I mean, I get that, yes, certain prescriptions people really do need to take to even get through each day. You got certain health conditions where people need prescriptions, like diabetes, high blood pressure, things like that. But okay, let's start with the pain medications. The pain, a lot of the pain medications that, that people are putting in their bodies are not good for them. There's a lot of stuff in those pain medications, like the hydrocodones, the Percocets, things like that. That stuff ain't good, but guess what? It's completely legal. And I'm not knocking the, the pain medications, but my thing is, it's so hypocritical, right? Yeah, because it's like, okay, it's okay for people to be prescribed all these opioids, is what they call them. But yeah, somebody can go and sit in jail. For simply either smoking pot or simply having it on them. And they just recently started decriminalizing marijuana. It shouldn't have been criminalized in the first place. It's just because the government couldn't make no profit. They couldn't get paid off of it. You know, so they had to do something. That's definitely what it sounds like here. You know, somebody, somebody trying to dip. As long as they can make a profit, they were able to make a profit back then, they'll let you do it, you know, but they couldn't make a profit. They couldn't get paid off of it, so they had to make it illegal. Illegal, right? Illegal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that part, that part. <laughs> Hell, I probably don't smoke it, I mean... Yeah, a lot of these laws are for their own benefit. It's a mixture of their own benefit or to oppress a certain group of people, mainly minorities. And I think a lot of the laws that they make is very personal. Oh, yeah, some of the stuff sound personal. Like, for instance, prostitution. Hey, I can't tell somebody what to do with their bodies, right? But for it to be illegal where somebody can go to jail, right, for getting paid for sex with their own body. It's their body. Yeah, right. That's their business. How you gonna hold up? How you gonna how you gonna arrest people, right, and throw them in jail when you got two consenting adults that agree to a certain transaction? Ain't nobody got hurt. That's their business between two adults. But yet it's illegal in most areas. We had a president used to Deal with prostitutes. That's, that's his business. But I'm saying, he was the president. He was running the country. Exactly. So, yes, just like CJ said, the, 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 some of the laws sound personal, and that's why I brought a pro, the prostitution law. What I think happened is that, okay, I think a long time ago, some married guy, right, hired him a call girl or prostitute or whatever you want to call him, right? And he got, that, he started catching feelings that, for homegirl. That girl fucked the shit out of me. He caught feelings. He left his wife. Yup. And the wife got mad. And somehow she probably got into a, either a position of power or she positioned or she petitioned the government 
or the lawmakers like, we cannot allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. And then boom, prostitution became illegal. And there you have it. Right. <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, yeah, a lot of this shit is personal. <laughs> like, very personal. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds personal. It's like, really? And, okay, another one but before we wrap this up. You got gambling that's also illegal in some areas. Mm-hmm. Like, even if, you could even be living in a certain state where gambling is legal in one county and in the next county over, it's not legal. And it's like, okay, hold up. Gambling ain't never hurt nobody. So why have it illegal? There you go again. Personal. That must be personal. See, what happened was somebody probably had a... <laughs> Somebody probably had a family member, right? And they started getting addicted to gambling and betting, right? Uh-huh. And they probably weren't no good at it. Uh-huh. They weren't no good at the poker or the blackjack or none of that stuff. And they end up losing everything. That's what probably happened. So then that's when it got passed that gambling is illegal in that certain area. And you know you're not good at it. Don't fuck with it. Don't play with it. But my whole thing is, okay, this is how hypocritical it is. Okay, so gambling is illegal in some areas, right? Mm-hmm. But alcohol is legal everywhere mm-hmm. as long as you're 21 and up. Hold up. Tobacco? Tobacco is legal everywhere as long as you're 21 and up because they changed the laws from being 18 to 21. So as long as you're at least 21 years old, you can sit up there and smoke your lungs out and you can drink your heart out. You can damage your kidneys and all and that's perfectly legal. They get cancer from smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And be hooked up to an oxygen machine. But they haven't made the uh, tobacco. They haven't made those Newports. Them pack of Newports y'all be buying illegal. You ain't doing nothing but killing yourself. You pay to kill yourself, people. Right. But it's completely legal. Oh. That's it. Them tequila shots, legal. Oh, the government don't try to do <laughs> But gambling, illegal in some areas. Marijuana, illegal still in some areas. Come on now. So hold up. Somebody can't smoke, legally smoke a herb, right? But they can legally sit up there and drink all the alcohol they want. As long as they're of legal age. That's what they can. Yeah. That, that's crazy. But we about to wrap things up, y'all. Uh, don't worry, we're going to come back with another on-demand podcast of Reality Intercepted. And we out.